patients can have uh, certainly musculoskeletal injuries from that. Um, you know, when we go out, snow shoveling is, is difficult work, and a lot of times when folks go outside to shovel their snow, um, they're getting dressed up but not necessarily warmed up for activities. Uh, so that's something that we do commonly see issues, as you mentioned already, with your back or other areas. Um, that's, that's certainly common. Uh, we also see a lot, uh, an increase in heart attacks uh, during this time of year when folks go out as well. Um, for a lot of the same reasons, and, and the cold really puts a stress on the body in a number of ways. Yeah, that's why I thought maybe you can expand a little bit, Kevin, because most people say, hey, listen, I'm just moving a few pounds of snow with a shovel, but the cold weather has the effect on the body, and then you add to it that athletic stuff that you're doing out there puts even more stress. So from a medical standpoint, talk about what the cold temperatures do to limit the body as far as you outside doing these tasks. Yes, the, the cold, uh, part of our body's response to the cold is moving some blood flow around. So the blood flow gets shunted away from our skin and a lot of our musculature and more towards the core, <clears throat> which uh, first, you know, makes us more prone to, to injuries from a musculoskeletal standpoint, um, but also increases risk of, of, like I said, other diseases like heart attacks um, because of that shunting and then the stress of the body trying to stay warm as well. Um, part of our, our response to cold, our body's response is increasing its, its activity to stay warm, um, but that also increases uh, stress on the heart as well. So if, from a medical standpoint, when we're looking to go out and we're shoveling the walker, a lot of us will go out and shovel the driveway and such. From a medical standpoint, what would be some tips from you? I imagine listen to your body, what it's telling you, but Talk about the limitations maybe we should put on these events. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it'd be good, uh, one, to make sure that you are uh, dressed appropriately um, because uh, we know if you're not dressed appropriately for the weather, uh, the cold stress on the body increases significantly, and that means dressed completely, too. Um, if you're dressed very well from the neck down but your head is exposed, your head is very vascular, and that actually uh, causes that shunting of blood flow to happen more so if one area of the body is exposed, that shunting can happen actually throughout the body as well. So that's part of the reason why you go out, your head is exposed, your toes are cold, even if they're dressed appropriately as well. Uh, so that's, that's, I think, where it starts, uh, warming yourself up, stretching, doing those things uh, to help decrease your risk of musculoskeletal injury. And then I think taking breaks as well. You know, if we're outside in the summer and we're doing hard exertional activity, it's easier for us to take a break, sit down, drink some water. In the wintertime, we don't always like to come back inside and take all the gear off, take a break, have to put it all back on and go back outside and finish. But I do think that is important, and that would uh, help decrease the risk of uh, some of these issues, like I said, with a heart attack. Yeah, and Dr. Watkins and Kevin, you know, you mentioned the breaks, and I think that's important of knowing your body. A lot of us will put the boots and the gloves and the hats on, and we're out there, and mentally we say to ourselves, we're just moving some snow. I'm out here. I want to take care of it. And then I'll go inside and get warm. And the idea of taking a break and doing that is, oh, I mean, I got to put all that stuff back on again. Mm -hmm. But really, it's the smart move for your body. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, you know, like I said, it's it just it, even though that is less efficient for us and we only want to be outside for as short a period as possible and have to deal with that as short as possible, uh, unfortunately, um, we, our body needs breaks too, and that cold uh, does add increased stress compared to you know, other times of the year. Uh, so it's all the more important to take these breaks. With us is Dr. Kevin Watkins from Cleveland Clinic, Akron General. Kevin, the other area that you see a lot 
in regards to snow shoveling with injuries where at least someone's down maybe a couple days and maybe even longer, it's the back, putting the stress on the back. And thought medically, maybe there's some tips of the how to do it a little bit better, maybe using the legs and such to be more effective and less stress on your body and snow shoveling on your back. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of the, the tips for snow shoveling itself is similar to tips, you know, things like lifting heavy objects is, um, you know, bending at the knees, using your legs, as you mentioned, uh, using your arms a little bit, but primarily using your legs and bending at the knees um, to try to decrease that stress off of the back. And, um, and and like I said, before you even go outside, making sure that you're warming up, stretching and, and you know, warming your body up appropriately. Uh, because if you aren't warm and, and you go outside and you start off pretty stiff and you bend down, even if you're doing, you know, a good uh, method to help shovel that snow, um, you're in increased risk for hurting your back as well. Kevin, isn't that so true? You know, with no matter what you're doing, if you're going outside for a walk or shoveling snow or doing something, I think as we get older, we forget the idea of stretching and how important that is before or maybe even after such an event. And a lot of us say, what do you mean stretching before I go out and shoveling snow? I've done this for 40 years, but our bodies tell us that it performs better when you stretch and loosen, loosen up everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes you know, folks will go out and try to shovel their snow real quick before they are running somewhere. Um, so it's important to make sure that you give yourself time to do all those things as well to, to stretch. And, uh, you know, stretching is good in general for that activity. But, again, you're going outside into the cold. And so your muscles want to tighten up more in the cold. And, again, your body is shunting blood flow away from the muscles in the cold as well. So they're going to be at even higher risk compared to other times of the year when you're going out and doing physical activity. Dr. Watkins, the other area I wanted to touch on with you is as we're out there in the cold, and shoveling that snow, or you got your snow blower working, whatever it might be, cold temperatures. And that means mm -hmm. you get some numbness in the toes and the fingers and maybe the nose and, and, and ears and some of that stuff. So maybe touch on that aspect, too, of being safe while you're outdoors taking care of some chores. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some of the first signs of frostbite, as you mentioned, are numbness and tingling or pain in the extremities. Um, the areas that are most commonly affected are the, the distal areas of the body because of the way the blood flow works there. And as I mentioned, blood flow is being shunted away from, from the periphery and to the core during cold stress. Uh, so as you mentioned, the fingers, uh, uh, toes, ears, and nose are most commonly affected. So making sure that you're covered and protecting those areas. And the other important thing, too, is your, your clothing and gear selection, um, trying to make sure that your outer layer is relatively weatherproof, meaning it can help um, block some of the wind flow and uh, prevent you from getting wet um, because getting wet significantly increases the heat transfer process and so much more quickly makes, makes you colder.